Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Kredytia, The Well, a podcast series about interesting Ukrainians and their activities around the globe. Today is Friday, March 19th, 2021. Our guest for this episode is Ole Ivanusiu, who is the author of a very famous book, which is bilingual in Ukrainian and English by the name of Church in Ruins. Welcome, Ole. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Staying away from the viruses. Great, great. Me too. Thanks so much for agreeing to come on the podcast today. So for my first question, I wanted to get some background about you. Where were you born in Ukraine? When did you leave there? And when did you arrive in Canada? Well, that's easy to answer. Uh, I was born in Ukraine in a village called Vatsevichi which is uh, seven kilometers uh, from Drohobyj. And that was uh, way back in 1935, uh, as uh, to uh, where where I was living and so on. The the first years were quite mobile uh, because uh, the parents uh, and I, of course, uh, left Ukraine uh, to Poland uh, in 1939. Uh, This is when the Russians showed up in uh, in Halicina way back then. After two, three years, we returned to Ukraine for a, a couple of years and then were forced to flee again in 1943. From 43, we were sort of part-time in Poland, part-time in Slovakia, part-time in Austria, and ended up in the DP camps in Bavaria in 1946, spent some time in Bavaria and emigrated to Canada in 1948. 48 uh, was a very good year for sugar beets. So we emigrated uh, to Alberta to plant sugar beets. After the sugar beet experience, uh, the family stayed in Alberta. Mm, I grew up, went to high school, uh, went to university, uh, and then started a, uh, a job as an electrical engineer in Ontario Hydro, the power authority in, uh, in Ontario here. So your professional background then is an electrical engineer? Uh, definitely electrical and electronics uh, uh, is the background. And how many years did you spend in that profession? Well, uh, let's see, from 1957 to to the present. Uh, I'm, I'm still working. Uh, I'm still uh, uh, associated uh, with people in Ukraine who are uh, doing electrical and electronics uh, and uh, making a living at it. So is your firm a consulting firm working with Ukrainians? Yes, we are uh, uh, running the, the business as a, as a consulting business uh, between Canada and, and Ukraine. So let's pivot at this point and talk about your book. I have to thank you so much for publishing this book because It was essential in helping me find the ancestral village of my grandparents on my paternal side. I think I had mentioned to you when we chatted briefly last week that for many years, I was trying to discover the village of Shemoshova, which is in southeastern Poland near Shanik, and couldn't find it on the map. And finally, I located a copy of your book, believe it or not, 
at the bookstore of the United Nations in New York City. And as I started thumbing through the book, I found the name of the village of Shemoshova. I saw the picture of the church and then actually found a map which you had included there, which helped me eventually to begin digging into my own paternal ancestral roots. So I'm curious about how it came to be that you decided to do this book. It is interesting uh, to sort of think back uh, how it all began, but you, you might say that uh, it all began with uh, traveling around the world. Even way back then during the uh, Soviet era, my wife and I, we traveled to Ukraine in 1965 and 71 and so on. But uh, then after the trip in 71, we made a decision. The decision was never to go back to Ukraine because it was too painful. So instead we traveled to other parts of the world where Ukrainians lived, uh, basically to Slovakia, to Poland, to Austria uh, and Germany and so on. During these trips, uh, we not noticed uh, the, the discrepancy uh, between the, the way uh, churches were being kept. Uh, all the churches in Slovakia which are all Eastern Christian churches or Eastern Orthodox churches. Everyone was open, everyone was well kept. A show, show place of every village is the church. When we were touring Poland, the, the, all these churches were basically run down, closed, Many of them used for warehouses and, and uh, uh, other things. Uh, some were being taken apart and used as building materials for private uh, things. Uh, it, it was um, uh, rather disheartening. And what period of time was this? What year? Well, uh, this is 1984, 85, 86. Uh, those are the primary three years uh, during which uh, we've made it a point to visit every location where there was a Ukrainian church at one time. Uh, we managed to get a, uh, a listing of, uh, of all the, the churches that, that existed and we just followed uh, from, uh, from village to village and, and, and so on. Taking uh, uh, notes, uh, taking photographs, and uh, and speaking to whoever would be speaking to us. And what did the Polish communist government think about your activity at that time? <laughs> well, well, interesting enough, we, we noted that uh, we were followed um, every step of the way. The authorities, uh, they, they never bothered us, but uh, followed us uh, each step of the way. In, in fact, uh, it was uh, so interesting uh, that uh, w once on, on one of the trips, we were traveling from uh, Premyshur uh, to Ryashiv or Zeshov, and uh, the people who were following us, uh, we lost them. And arriving in Ryashiv, we visited uh, some uh, our relatives uh, uh, there and uh, the relatives have a small business uh, uh, near the railway station 
and the, the son who was running the railway station, the little business there, uh, came also there and said, oh, uh, have you been followed by the authorities? And we said, uh, yes, yes, we've been followed by the authorities, but luckily enough, uh, halfway here, uh, we lost them. And he said, oh, no, no. Uh, they are just around the corner from our building here, uh, waiting for you to come out. <laughs> well, how do you know? Because I've had the same people following me for, for a year or more. So, Ole, how did you decide to then publish a book about your travels? After these trips, uh, I did arrange for a, uh, for a photo show uh, or a showing of the photographs uh, here in Toronto which included uh, pictures from all over uh, the places we traveled, which is uh, not only Poland, uh, but also Ukraine in, from Lviv, from KU, from uh, uh, Slovakia, and so on. And, and for uh, soon after, we, we sort of decided, well, uh, no, no, we, we don't want to play around and showing the photos. Uh, we need to put this thing together. And my father, uh, my sister, my daughter, uh, who was uh, very helpful at that time, we all sat down uh, and it took uh, whatever, well, a year, all of, all of uh, 1987 to, to get this thing uh, done, produced, printed and uh, ready to, to be shown to the public. And so you took all of the photographs yourself. I took 99.9% .9 of all the photographs myself. Uh, a few photographs uh, near the border, Poland with uh, Soviet Union, uh, I could not uh, take because uh, the authorities would uh, not allow me. There, There's a, not allowed to travel within whatever 10 kilometers of the border. Uh, so I had uh, one of the local Ukrainians in uh, Poland take these pictures for me. And what about the text? How did you research all of the history of all of these villages? Uh -huh. Well, th this took, uh, th this took uh, some, uh, some real work. One of the problems that we did have is, in fact, uh, uh, finding a, a list of, uh, of all the churches. So uh, on one of the occasions, uh, visiting uh, a certain uh, town in uh, Poland uh, or a city in Poland, we became uh, acquainted with a person working in the archives. Uh, now, uh, this person uh, was willing uh, to b borrow a, a schematism of the uh, Paramish eparchy. Now, the schematism is a, uh, a book uh, which describes all the churches and all the activities within the eparchy. Uh, so for, uh, for this bottle of vodka, uh, he, he borrowed this uh, book overnight. During the night, we went to another friend uh, who was working in a uh, uh, business establishment that had a scanner, uh, sorry, a printer. So overnight, we printed uh, uh, all the pages of the schematism. The first friend returned the book back to the archives, uh, and we ended up with uh, 500 uh, copies uh, of the pages of the, of the schematism. 
So here we had a, a listing of every one of the 1300 and uh, yeah 1350 churches uh, that existed at one time in the Paramishal eparchy. And do you happen to recall what year that Shemitism was? Because I know the Shemitism started at the end of the 19th century and then yeah. went well, into the early 20th century. Well, we, we right now I have uh, three of them. One goes 1856, uh, one 1909, uh, and I, it is the 1909 Shemitism that... Uh, that was copied and paid for in with uh, vodka. Sounds like a very good investment to me. Yes, it certainly was. It certainly was. So can you talk about what the greatest challenge was in putting together the book and then getting it published? So don't forget that this was 1987. Stop publishing uh, was not yet uh, around, as a matter of fact. Much of this uh, stuff was prepared on uh, what we call the uh, Crap Shack 80, uh, which is a Radio Shack 80 uh, computer, uh, which used a three, uh, sorry, a 10-inch magnetic disc for a memory and so on. Well, qu quite a contraption, and and really writing and correcting this was a, was a real problem. Now. One of the things is is that uh, uh, funds were kind of limited, so we were looking for a reasonable place to get it published, and the most reasonable place to get it published was Hong Kong. So, so we had to get uh, uh, all the material prepared, uh, transferred over to Hong Kong, get Hong Kong to get back to us with the, with the proofs, uh, to prove it and then print it and so on. And this was a really trying um, experience. You know, uh, sitting in the office working uh, all day and then starting from five o'clock to midnight, uh, me and my father would be putting the things together page by page. Uh, photo by photo and so on. It, it was uh, very interesting. Uh, however, the, the work never seemed to be tiring. Uh, we, we never did seem to be uh, tired um, in spite of all the hours we put into it. Ole, I, I can appreciate the book even more now that you tell me how it was all put together. You, you really are inspiring. Let's put it this way. Uh, perhaps part of the inspiration, in fact, comes from the uh, grandparents. My, both of my grandfathers were priests. One, in fact, well, both of them worked for uh, some time, at least, uh, in the territory which is covered by Boko Church in Ruins. And both of them, uh, you know, spent their livelihood uh, trying to, not just to be priests, but uh, try to be instrumental in uh, taking the people forward uh, during hard times. Ole, we're almost out of time, but I would like to ask you, what kind of feedback have you received about the book? The feedback is as thick as the book. I would uh, would receive uh, all kinds of uh, letters, uh, congratulatory letters, uh, uh, letters with questions, uh, and so on. Interesting uh, to note uh, that uh, one uh, person from Poland wrote, uh, 
what do you mean church in ruins? Uh, the, the, the church is uh, uh, not in ruins. Uh, of course, uh, he was referring to the ritual side of the church, rather to the to the physical church, to the building, to the uh, and so on. Uh, and he said, "Look, the church in, in in spirituality right now in Poland is as, as lively now uh, as ever, uh, ever you know, uh, as as it ever was." Well, man, man is right, but uh, of course. I was uh, uh, showing photos of churches uh, rather than photos of uh, uh, of images and things of this nature. Ole, I want to thank you so much for coming on Krenitsia today. Well, it's a, it's my pleasure to do this for you. I and and my wife, Owan, we were instrumental in. Uh, publishing um, many other uh, things uh, which relate to uh, to to churches to uh, to religious life uh, as well as to uh, Ukrainian uh, uh, life uh, things dealing with uh, poetry things dealing with uh, uh, embroidery uh, things dealing with uh, uh, ceramics and and so on Ole, thank you for sharing that all with us today. Well, you're very welcome. This is Mike Burek, the host and producer of Kreninitsia, The Well, a podcast about interesting Ukrainians around the globe. I have been speaking with Ole Iwanusiu, who is the author of the classic Ukrainian book, Church in Ruins, which describes churches and has photographs of churches in the Ukrainian region of Southeast Poland. Until next time, that's all for now.